Okay, here we go. The Panda Mega Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Episode 76. On the air. Recorded on Cinco de Mayo 2020. And now this public service announcement for our Spanish-speaking listeners. We're sorry, but due to the virus... Lo sentimos, pero debido al virus... The 5th of May celebrations have been postponed... Las celebraciones del 5 de mayo se han pospuesto... Until the 12th of never. Hasta el 12 del nunca. Tough shit for us. Mierda dura para nosotros. If you don't like it... Then shove it up your ass. Si no le gusta, entonces meletelo por el culo. Very much. And now, joining Miguelito Adams in studio, it's Guillermo Smith. Oh, thank you. And Ben Cochina. I mean, gracias. And thankfully, the rest of the podcast will be in English, because here in America, we speak English, goddammit. And if you don't like it, go back to wherever the fuck you came from, shitball. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh. He uh, has been testy. Uh, Peter has. Peter Puller, yeah. Pedro political Puller. now, huh? Pedro Puller, I guess. I we should rein him back so in. He's working remotely, uh, Peter is. He's got problems. Yeah. My Peter works remotely too. <laughs> hey, uh, how about so let's head do a little quick tequila talk in honor tequila. of tequila. Okay, yeah, Cinco sure. de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, uh, have you have you been tequila drinkers in your life? Have you uh, ever been? Have you gone through phases? Either of you? Yes, I sure have. Yes. Uh, let me just tell you something about tequila. Okay, it should be illegal. That shit is bad for you. <laughs> it causes you to be a different person than you really are. It's a mind altering drug. There was a thing in, when I was in uh, Tempe, Arizona, yep. with my friends at Arizona State University. There was a thing called Tequila Night at the Cave in Phoenix. Yep. 25 cent that shots. Sounds rapey. <laughs> it does, yeah. 25 cent shots of tequila. So you'd sit at the bar, you'd put quarters on the bar, they'd give you a shot glass, and every 15 minutes they'd come by. Sweep the quarters into a tray, and the guy would follow up, pour, filling each shot, and walk down the bar. It happened ah, every 15 minutes. That's like Senor Frog. This is problematic, yeah. too. Uh, Senor Frog. Well, yeah, that's right. Within, a, within an hour of tequila night beginning, there'd be some girl, shirtless, dancing on a pool table with, cl- with uh, platform shoes, ripping the felt, and they'd throw her right out the back door. And the problem with that was what? <laughs> throw her right out the back onto the garbage cans. They'd just say, you're out. Okay, next. So here's the, my theory on tequila, and I think this is true. Most people, when they drink tequila, they have to either A, get in a fist fight, B, get laid, C, both, D, sometimes with the same person. <laughs> it's just a very bad, it should be illegal. And that's all, for years I was saying, if, if tequila's legal, shouldn't pot be? You shut your mouth. Right? Mikey, my God. Do you ever have mezcal with the uh, worm at the bottom? You know, remember when Dennis Rodman was dating to uh, Madonna? Oh, okay. No. And, you know, they'd drink tequila every night, you know, and she would, Madonna would lick the salt, suck the lemon, and swallow the worm. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Now, back to the show. Uh, we, we have a bunch of serious topics yeah. tonight. Oh, First of all, good. let's do something happy. 
Okay. Let's give away one of Bob Kate's, my grandma's coffee cakes. Ooh. You mean just give one away? Yeah, we'll give one away, and here's how we're going to do it. Because huh? obviously this is a recorded podcast. Yeah. So we can't just say, call now, because it's not, it's not on the air right now. It's yeah. not until it drops, as they say. Good they, point. They do the say that. Business. So what we'll do is we'll open up the Twitter account. It's called at Planet Mikey. Yep. And we'll ask somebody to refer to something we've spoken about already in the podcast. Wow. How's that? So all they've got to do is just bring up something we've... Something uh, that happened before uh, the giveaway, you know, in the podcast. And if they write, if they're first, they get a cake sent right to their house. Tell us about this cake. My grandma's? Yes. It's the best coffee cake in God's creation. It's uh, without question. America's favorite coffee cake. I just got a picture tweeted to me of Brett Saberhagen, the former Cy Young Award winner for the Kansas City Royals, former Red Sox pitcher. Yeah. Pointing at a cake that was, he, he was so excited to get a my grandma's coffee cake in his house, he's like posed for a picture with it and tweeted it out. And he's one of the many famous people. George Foreman, Rob Reiner, who's an idiot. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean he doesn't have good taste in cake, though. That's right. Sure does, meathead. Yeah. So uh, let's do that. The first person that tweets at Planet Mikey and describes... Mentions anything that happened in the podcast before this announcement wins the cake. And you'll tell us who the winner is next week? I will. Okay. I'll be happy to And you'll do tell that. us his address or her? Yeah, it could be her. Yeah. We, I think we have 80%, 75 to 80% of our audience is male. Really? Yeah. Okay. And 20% is female and 5% is not sure. But that 20% is great. <laughs> So what uh, what do you want to talk about first? You want twenty percent is our wives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife, by the way, she's been a miracle worker. She's not only I yeah, got she married you. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, but she's not only cooking and do, she's teaching kindergarten class and she, on online with all the Zoom stuff going on. Yep. She's monitoring my two sons who are at home getting their schooling online. You know, so we should really buy another computer. I think. And she's uh, cooking and doing all the regular things that she does. And I told her, you know, now get out in the yard and do that yard work. That I... <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Those she's leaves do, are still She's out doing there. that, too. Yeah. She, she's yeah. like Wonder Woman. You know, she really is. Because she's a woman. God. Yeah. I remember, you know, because she's substantially younger than me, which is perfectly okay. But I remember going out with her when I first started dating with her and going to bars and stuff like that. And uh, people yelling, you know, that I was, you know. A pedophile. And oh, I mean, it all, really. <laughs> Robbing the cradle. I mean, almost ruined our 10th anniversary. Wow. <laughs> all right, so now, uh, back to this, the point at hand here. Yes. Um, what is the point nursing, of the show? <laughs> nursing homes are, are, this is, you know, I got to say, this is really sad news. My friend John Ryder, who I worked with for many years, hmm. his, pa- his dad passed away oh. of COVID at, at a nursing home. Oh, oh. And I'm looking at these stats, and it's an unbelievable. I have them right here. I actually did some homework. Yeah. Six states with the highest percentage of COVID deaths are Connecticut, Illinois, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. In Connecticut, 37% of the COVID deaths have been nursing home residents. 37%. In Illinois, 32%. Massachusetts, 57%. Now, hold on. Just let me interject. Um, They are attributing the COVID virus as the cause of death 
If you have a heart for attack, for everybody, and if you yeah. just happen to have the the disease, but you know yeah. you're asymptomatic, yeah. but they'll they'll credit the disease. So they're padding the numbers. Why would they do that? I don't know. Why would but, they pad the numbers? Yeah, grant money. Yeah, you're probably right. The hospitals, Maybe, Maybe, insurance, think about it. insurance money too. Yeah. Whatever right. it is, if your hospital is reporting more cases of it, more and more, more and more dope. cases yep. of it, they're going to get more money from the government to help combat it. Ben, so, you've right. answered the but, question. And then. the other part of that is though that they're sending people. There's. <laughs> First of all, we know that that's the most vulnerable population, yep. obviously, and in, in, in statistically in this particular diseases category of, well, they say if you're over 65, you're higher at risk. Yep. Well, clearly we know that. The average age of the deaths in Massachusetts from COVID is 82. Wow. That's the average. 57% of the COVID deaths have been people in nursing homes mm. in the state. So for all the panic and all the hysteria... Those numbers are these people already in the convalescent homes, and those that's where the people, you know, the people working with the patients, all those patients have low immune systems mm -hmm. and are catching it easily and dying. They're all at risk, and it's sad. So, I mean, first of all, our condolences to John Ryder uh, losing his dad, age seventy nine. Yep, that's tough. Because awesome John is guy. one of my favorite people. Um, Pennsylvania, fifty seven percent. New York, only thirteen percent, but that's thirty two hundred and fifty deaths wow. in New York alone. Mm. Uh, from from people who were in uh, in in old folks' homes. So out of sixty eight thousand deaths, we know for a fact just in those six states I named, eleven thousand five hundred of them are or seventeen percent of the total deaths in America yeah. are nursing home uh, uh, deaths. So what they got to do is they got to get their shit together on what's going on in the nursing homes and how they can protect not only the workers there but every single patient. That's that they could cut the numbers instantaneously. Mm -hmm. Bill, are you worried? No, I don't know why. I'm just not. I mean, you're moving to the home next month. That's. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I thought I'm not. you bought that place. But I think. Well, you know, I. I think what it is. I. I feel healthy, uh, and they say, well, you know, you may be asymptomatic, and you feel, but you could still be at risk, and you, you could infect other people, and of course, then I'm the bad guy because I don't want to wear a mask in public and be told what to do. Yeah. But, um, I think I have a very good immune system. I think yeah, I, I think you do too. I mean, and you're, you also was a fountain of youth somewhere in the yard here. You must because it's it's yeah, crazy. It's in know. the back, spit in your mouth, and you didn't get anything. It's crazy. I mean, I pull in the driveway. He's playing hopscotch out there. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. With one leg. Just, but the reason I, this strikes me is that my both my parents died while in convalescent care. Uh, you know, in nursing home care. My mother had Alzheimer's. She was 81, and my father visited her every single night, and she was just going going along just fine. Mm. You know, she'd get a happy visit from my 80 something year old dad. Every single night, he'd hold her hand till she fell asleep, and everything was great. One night in January of 06, he went to visit her, and they hadn't plowed the parking lot. And they knew he was coming because he came every night. Mm -hmm. And he slipped and fell, broke his hip. You know, he didn't break his hip, but he got really badly hurt in the parking lot. And he was laying there in six-degree weather for all 40 minutes until they found oh, him. Oh, man. They put him in the emergency room. He ended up, I don't know, he couldn't walk after that. Yeah. You know, And he, he certainly couldn't go visit my mother. So she passed away because she wasn't getting visits from the only thing that oh, mattered to her man. in her life. He spent time in the hospital. He ended up in the same nursing home that she passed away in, and they only had one room, and it was her old room. Oh, God. So he ended up spending the last five, six years of his life in his, my, 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 my mother's room at the nursing home. Where she died. Yeah, and then he died, yeah. you know, eventually because you know, it's just, we're, five years is a long time to live in a nursing home. So. Well, I know. Good he was him. a tough old, co old goat, you know, but he... Uh, that's that's the kind of thing that happens in nursing homes all the time. You never hear about them because the people who go there, it's like God's waiting room. That's it. You know, like Florida, people go there. They know, you know, that's it. You're not coming out of there. Mm. And uh, it's just a sad thing that w under this kind of circumstance that so many deaths can be attributed 
to that one group of the population. The greatest generation. And they can't get visited by their relatives, when they, even when they're dying, and they know it. And yeah. somebody knows it. The kids, the children, the grandchildren, nobody can go, go see them because of the, the, the virus. Birthdays, anniversaries, happy occasions, grandchildren. It's, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's a pretty nasty uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, I think we also have a distinct tendency to overreact for two reasons. When I say overreact, I'm not talking about not being six feet away from somebody or not doing social distancing. You know, yeah. if, th- if that's the scientific data and that makes sense, I get that. Not going anywhere. Closing down the entire world, though, mm. doesn't make any sense to me at all. And choosing which is essential and which isn't. That's the other bad decisions that yeah. can be made. Yeah, who makes those decisions? Now, Charlie Baker, I always liked him. I, I, the two things he's done I didn't like. The, the Closing down all the vaping stores because he <laughs> thought that there was going to be a problem with ki- kids vaping. That was an overreaction on his part. Yep. Hey, how about you parent to your own kids? The, <laughs> the, un, under these circumstances, I, I think that he went way too early on, on closing the schools for the year. You know, he should have, maybe in June and everything's clear. We don't know this. Maybe in some summer school, kids can catch up on it. It's, it's tough on kids and teachers and the mothers and fathers that have jobs where they require daycare while their kids are in school. Yep. And, you know, now it's just it's a big, giant mess. Now, do you, do you think it, with the school closures for the rest of the school year has anything to do with the fact that teachers aren't contracted for July and August or whatever it is? Like, they're literally, that's when their contracts run out. Yeah, I don't. At the I, end of the school year, June twenty eighth or whatever. I don't know. I know it's been hell on these teachers trying yeah. to trying to come up with a, a an online curriculum. Yep, that that's going to solve the problem. Yep. And it's they have kids too, yep. you know, and they have the other they have their own kids in school. It's a mess. It's a big mess. But here's the bothersome part about it. <clears throat> you know, I'm a pretty damn good golfer. Yes. Oh, yeah. The golf courses. I <laughs> I get out there and. Waste 90, 100 strokes. I drove by like Sandy Burr today. Sandy Burr uh, Golf Course is not too far from here. It's a perfect day, beautiful day. No, yeah. Not one car in the parking lot. No, isn't lot. that sad, too? Nobody on the golf course. Nothing. It's as sad as an empty restaurant. It's, it's as sad as an empty ballpark. It's ridiculous. But golf in particular, because it is something that can enable you to get out, breathe the fresh air, walk around, actually have some fun without being close to the person that you're sharing the time with. You and don't have to be anywhere within 15 feet of that person. What's Charlie Baker's rationale for um, not opening the golf courses? Well, it's not essential and whatever. I, I, you know, I Maybe tweeted, he doesn't play golf. I tweeted, open the damn golf courses. They're safer than any damn grocery store. And 1,500 retweets later, it was like, <laughs> if Charlie Baker does, didn't like me before, then he probably really didn't like me now. But, I mean, I'm making a point here. All these businesses, you got to think about each one. Yeah. People are adults. They have common sense. If the guy wants to open up his restaurant and there's a law that says six feet away, he'll do it. He's desperate. He's got a restaurant. His whole life is on the line here. This whole, everything he's put into the business, all of his employees, it's yeah. like this is what he does for his life. What gets me is they just don't seem to care. You hear all these stories of these guys, so passionate stories of their life savings. This has been in the family for so long. We yeah. take everything we know and everything we own is in this business. Right. And there's no sympathy for these people. It's right. just, you know. Yeah, you see all these big up. businesses taking, uh, you know, payroll protection money that yeah. their billion-dollar business, like the Los Angeles Lakers or all these other companies that took all of that money and left very little of it for actual small businesses to right. get by. That's the impression right. Charlie Baker's making, and, and with all due respect, Charlie, it's sort of like obey and shut up 
That's it. Yeah. Don't criticize. Just do, you know, be a good citizen and just do as you're told. Right. I, I didn't. I, that doesn't seem right. No. I, I didn't realize how hard this was actually hitting you, Mikey, until just now because I realized it's been two plus months since you've been able to have a meal at Longhorn. I love Longhorn. I know yeah, you do. Yeah. Every time you're like, hey, you want to go eat? I, Let's go to Longhorn. <laughs> I'm like, all right. It's good, though. Hey, but here's what's, what, this is not a commercial, but for here's you. what Longhorn's doing. I go to the one in Millbury. Yes. And uh, Eric, Free plug. Eric Stockwell, who runs the place, he, he, I found out from him that you can get meat. You can just call him up and say, I want five ribeyes. And they put them in those hermetically sealed, you know, you can get them frozen or not frozen, but unfrozen, yeah. fresh, put them in hermetically sealed uh, packaging. Like shrink wrapped? You take them home mm. and you cook them on the grill and it's just, it's just, it's a great same steak. Yeah. So I've been doing that with my, my wife says, go get some more Longhorn steaks. <laughs> we need nine fillets for the boys. <laughs> All right. I don't feel bad for you anymore. Four ribeyes. You've been getting your fill. I, I have. But, you know, there's a meat shortage coming up. It's unbelievable. That's no right. call for Ben or Bill. No. Hey, we're grilling Longhorn steaks. You guys want to come over? <laughs> it's like a, there's a meat shortage worse than at any Girl Scout camp in American history. It's, <sighs> it's going on now. It's just it's unbelievable. Go- so I called these, the, uh, uh, the town of uh, Upton. Upton, yeah, which is where I live. It's mm-hmm. a fine little town. Yes, it 7, is. 7,000 f- great people. Beautiful. And because I had spent my with my wife the whole weekend, like uh, ripping up pricker bushes from all around the perimeter of our house, yep. and tons of I got pricked. The mil- I mean, I got scratches all over me. You know, yeah. I look like S- Sly Stallone in First Blood. <laughs> so we we got this huge pile now in the middle of our yard, and I said, okay, we're going to burn it. We're going to get a burn permit from the town, and we're going to burn this stuff. Yeah. I called the town today. It expired May 1st. May- <laughs> Didn't it? You you know all about this. That's the way it is in Sudbury. May 1st. Yeah. I said, well, it's May f- can I, can I? No, it has to be January 15th. Who who bur- who does yard work January 15th? That was my first question when I was told What that. the hell is this? Now, the lady was very nice. Yeah. And she says, yeah, I know. She was at the fire department. I, she's laughing. Yeah, I, know. I love the fire department. She goes, I hear that all the time. I said, I'm like, oh, look, now I got a big, giant, you know. 15 by 25 foot pile of crap in the middle of my backyard that's going to have to stay there. Till January 15th. Till January 15th. So, what are you guys doing after the New Year's? We'll help you out. That's just a weird thing, though. We'll have a Mikey bonfire. A burn permit? Yeah. What? And they won't, and you don't do it in May? No. But I'm over it, though. I think you can tell. I can tell. But I'm not over the golf course thing. I want the golf course thing to start out. And, you know, this COVID thing, I I heard I was driving in, and I guess Mutt's doing the COVID-19 updates now. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah, WEI's running these little COVID updates, and it's like a scorecard. Well, 15 people died in Rhode Island. You know, that's the other thing. The stinking CNN is like, they got this scoreboard up there on the left-hand side, and everything they start, uh, day number whatever, 48 of the... and. 68,000 people. You know, you want to talk about enhancing someone's mood? Talk about dead people. And why do you suppose they're doing that? Why do you suppose they need to keep reminding everyone of COVID-19 you, like it's the black death? They, it's, I know. You, you say we don't, we don't want to consider that they might want it to be that way. I don't think that's the case. But I think that they use it as a ratings tool, as a positioning uh, thing. They position themselves at, uh, see? See how many people are dead now? That's because of Trump, which I have I have no idea why it would have anything to do with him. I know. But they, uh, I don't know. But you know what? You turn on the he's radio. He's got enough things that they blame on him. They don't need to blame something on him that isn't, his, isn't really his fault. Have you noticed every single commercial when you turn on TV or radio, every single one has to deal with 
COVID-19. Yeah, I know. We're all going to get through this together, and it's a real serious time. And, I know. In fact, and it's true, but, yeah, but God, it, we're inundated with these commercials and stuff. I, but they're very, very hard. I'd like to do one of on my own if we could. All right. I have a, I have a commercial for the, uh, the COVID situation. You ready? Yeah. In these uncertain times, life can be difficult with questions like, when will it end? Is this the new normal? Where can I get sanitizer? Am I a girl or a boy? What is that sound coming from my ass? Did I just shart? Don't forget, no matter what sound comes from your ass, we'll get through this together and apart. Wow, that was touching. That was really that was it's very heartfelt. Yeah. I think yeah, you, you know these are troubling times. I think you saved lives with that one. <laughs> now, can we do a real commercial? You a real yeah. one that'll actually make us money? Yeah. Hey, with no NBA, no NHL, or MLB, or hand sanitizer, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, guess what? You'd be wrong. That's right. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, fun stuff, props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, is uh, they're bringing the Vegas. To you. <laughs> if your entertainment betting is uh, on your plate, uh, then uh, that's your problem. But you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Hey. Too bad the Octomom's done giving birth. That would have been a good one to that bet one. on. Uh, they're all open 24 hours a day. They're all online. So when you're bored and there's nothing to do and you want, you just got that urge to wager something, betonline.ag. And I think there's a welcome bonus that Ben knows all about. CLNS 50. Type in CLNS 50 to Could, get your welcome bonus. you got to say it slower, Ben. C-L-N-S 50. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like, CLNS 50. CLNS 50. CLNS 50. Yeah. Uh, if you're voting on Survivor, <laughs> go Jeremy. Bet online, your online wagering solution. <laughs> and your online wagering, wagering solution, FM. FM. <laughs> Why is that funny to me every time? It's, just, it's so fucking it's so dumb. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so now, yeah. uh, so here's my bottom line on this whole COVID thing, and then I'm done talking about it Jeez, for the rest about of the time, night. Mikey. Crying aloud. China, or as Donald China. Trump would say, China. 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 <laughs> China. Owes us $10 trillion, and it's going up. They owe us $10 trillion goddamn dollars. Yep. And if they don't pay it, first of all, we'll send a bill. If they don't pay it, we'll sue them. If they don't answer the, the suit, we will take their country by force. <laughs> Good luck with that. How many they got? 1.3 billion people? That's all of you. Ah, it's no on. big deal. It should be a piece of cake. They don't even speak English over there. <laughs> hey, hold on. You can't mention China. Otherwise, people will think that we're being racist and no, xenophobic. No, no. It's not the Chinese China. people. It's the government. Yes. You know, the lion sacks of shit they call their communist government that fucked us. It's not the people. <laughs> it's not their fault. They're getting screwed, too. Even their internet is, is uh, censored over there. They can't even look at porn. <laughs> they can, and we just, just don't agree with that style of porn. Oh, really? Why? Do they blur out the good parts? I was thinking about the Japanese. Oh. They, they blur out the good parts. They blur out the good parts. They do, don't they? Uh, so we, we we covered everything almost except a few things. I want here's what we this is where the competitive nature of us as a people okay uh, f- comes into play. We have two quizzes to see. This is kind of like a, you know, are you still awake? Are you coaching? Are you plugged in? Are you intelligent? Are you are you paying attention? 
Uh, two quizzes, and I'm going to throw. Should I throw the first one down here at Ben? I think you should. Uh, you jump in if you yeah. if you want to correct any of his answers. All right, oh boy. If I want to correct his answers, rap- yeah, this is going to be rapid fire. What's the general theme? The of people this can quiz. play along at home. This is general knowledge. Yep. Okay. Uh, people can play along at home and see how many out of twenty they get right. Oh boy. Okay. Well, Ready? Are they? But that's are why they're going right to go fast. Now. You don't have more than ten seconds, Ben. On these. Okay. How many consonants are there in the English alphabet? Twenty one? Yes. I was just gonna say twenty one. He did. He was, well, well there's five vowels that, Yeah, I just did the on my hand. A E I O U. Twenty one. Okay, uh in which country were the Lord of the Rings movies filmed? New Zealand. New Zealand. That's two. What do the stripes of the US flag represent? States. Ta- uh, no, I, Ta- sorry, the thirteen columns. Ta- <laughs> sorry, my bad. Think before you blurt out there. You said Sonny. rapid fire. True or false? <laughs> True, true or false? The diameter is half of the radius. Oh, true. that's true. I'm sorry. True. Yeah. What'd true. you say? True. False. Okay, well, what did you? The, the radius is half the diameter. Not oh. the diameter is half the radius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got three. Fuck. Thanks, Mikey. All right. Uh, which is the only English football team to play in the Scottish league? The only English football team to play in the Scottish league. That would be league? soccer to you. Uh, I get it. Manchester. It's <laughs> a soccer United. podcast. What's it called? Kick Me in the Balls? Is that the name of your podcast? <laughs> FM. Uh, you don't know the answer. Manchester United. The only English football. It's Berwick Rangers. Berwick. The Berwick Rangers. Which Rangers character did Clark had. Gable play in Gone with the Wind? Rhett Butler. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Was I not supposed to say Was it you, Rhett Butler? You, you didn't know that either, did you? Uh, that was going to be a stretch to try uh, and pull that name out of my ass. You gave him one. That's Rhett a right. You've had, only had two wrong between the two. I think. It only came which out 60 years uh, before I was born. Which Roman numeral represents the number 40? Roman numerals? Wh- which Roman numerals represent the number 40? VL? XL. XL, yeah. Just like, just yeah. like my shirts. Fucking idiot. That's... Which word can come before moon? House and time. Which word? Which word can come before those three words? Full, full moon, full full house, full time. I gotta stop smoking. What religion does a rabbi belong to? Ben, Judaism. (laughs) (laughs) At number ten, how many hours are there in one full week? Oh shit! See, he doesn't know. (laughs) We can't gotta say he doesn't know this because now he's gonna do the math, pull out his calculator. That's no good. One hundred and sixty-eight. Yeah, Which good. English actor starred in Gangs of New York and Lincoln? Daniel Day-Lewis. He's a good one, isn't he? Mm. Bill uh, the Butcher. Who was the first? Who was the president of the United States in the year two thousand? G. Dub. Bush. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. In the year two thousand. Ah, January. Fuck. See how you did that? You rushed yourself. Well, hold on. He's president-elect. Does that still count? What? No. Ah, what's the largest? Ah. What's the largest country in Great Britain? Well, Great Britain is the country. Mm, what's the largest United country? United Kingdom. Scotland. No, there's countries that make up Great Britain. So- population or land size? Oh, see? Uh, yeah. England. Yes. Either. Why don't you just say that to begin with? Because Scotland, I think, is technically larger by land. Okay. What theory did Charles Darwin develop? Evolution. Yep. What M is Fun a- fact, though. Everyone gives him the uh, uh, survival of the fittest yeah. as his moniker. Not true. What it is wasn't it? Darwin. Darwin didn't come up with that. 
someone else did. Who who did? I don't know. But well, it wasn't Darwin. Well, Darwin. You got to see. You got to augment that by that. Yeah, it was just knowledge. a fun fact. <laughs> that was right. Theophilus J. Smith what? came up with that in 1620. Begins with the letter is that your Dad. Yeah. What begins with the letter? <laughs> the letter M is a popular egg white dessert. Meringue. Yep. I would not have gotten that. How many known planets are there in the solar system? Nine. Eight. Eight is correct. Oh, Pluto's not a planet. I'm dick. thinking of yes, planet Nibiru is out there. Uh, uh, Canberra is the capital of, of which country? Australia. Uh, Australia. Right. Uh, what is an obtuse angle? Obtuse is bigger than 90 degrees? Lar- mm. Larger than 90 degrees? It measures between 90 and 180. So it's larger than 90 degrees? Yeah. Well, yeah. A 90-degree angle can't be obtuse. It's it's, it measures degrees. between 90 and 180. <laughs> so 91. Well, rectangle. Give me my little um, thing there for the uh, uh, measurement. I got it right. The protractor. Uh, 19. What's the name of Moses' brother? Aaron? Jim. Yes. Holy cow, Ben. You, just when you think he's stupid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and pulls us back in. Yeah, people say that. Oh, you're stupid. I'm like, okay. So okay. stupid. Who sang the 2015 hit song All About That Bass? Oh, shit. She's from uh, Mass, too. Uh, I can see her chubby little face. Yeah. Blonde girl. Little chunky. Uh, forgotten her name. Megan. Megan Trainer. Yeah. Meg- Very good. Very so good how many did he get wrong? Oh, six. got like six wrong? All right. Doesn't matter. You're not getting a grade on this. You know, like, 14 out of 20, it's a passing grade. You don't get a cake It's a passing grade, that's all I care about. My grandma's coffee cake, one 800 grandma Or go to mygrandma.com, and you'll find the cakes there. All right, so... Uh, yes? Uh, okay, I didn't do the Rob Bradford story. I don't know if I should. I'll or, just leave that for next week. Or would you like to do the cash cab without the cash or without oh, the cab? Oh. Oh, you have a contest, right? I do have okay. a Yes, I All do. Right. Challenging now, th- questions. Let me just show you, Ben. This is how you win a contest. Wait, so how many questions? Uh, we have 20. Kay. Do you want to just go heads up in, instead? You get 10, I get 10? I don't care. We can alternate. It's up to you. What do you think? It's 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 Bill Smith's contest. No, hold so. on. It's not my contest. It's what's his name? Uh, ben, ben Bailey. Ben Bailey. Can we hear that COVID <laughs> PSA again? That was good. <laughs> Pictured this. If you will, a man trying to take a leak with no dick. All right, that's it. So, <laughs> sounds like a bad start to a 30 for 30 episode on ESPN. This is a Rod Serling kind of thing. All right. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm ready. I'm watching uh, Cash Cab, and <clears throat> he's going through all these different uh, quizzes with the people who pop into the cab. And I thought, you know, it would be fun for us to wind up getting in that cab and. Since that's not going to happen, I decided I would steal those questions from the cash, oh, that's good. From the cash right. cab show. That's recycling. Uh, and I would say, you know, thank you so much to uh, to Ben. What's his name? Bailey. Bailey. Thank you, Ben. Kitchen. Yeah. And so <laughs> he asked some great questions. And uh, so you should all watch the cash cab whenever you can. It's our way of saying thank you. It's on it. like 24-7 on like Pop TV or it, some fucking channel yep. in the 180s. <laughs> Here we go. This is Ben Bailey. Withholding their goodwill, Americans ranked what agency dead last in a 2013 Gallup poll gauging the federal government's job performance? Mikey? Congress. IRS. Which is it? I said Congress. IRS. Ben is correct. What? What's S-U-C-C-E-S-S. Wrong What's wrong with that? Question number two. Sharing a name with a 1978 documentary filmed at Rahway State Prison. What series of police programs were meant to dissuade juveniles from delinquency? Mikey. 
Come on. Cops. No. I, I don't know. Scared straight. Oh, that is correct, uh, see, Ben. I, uh, correct, Ben. I don't get that Cops. scared. Question number three. You were scared straight. A revered figure among landlocked Tibetans. What spiritual Dalai Lama. title means teacher? Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama? Yeah. One time the Dalai Lama came to me after golf. He said, you know, long hitter, that Dalai Lama. He said to me, Gunga, no, he said, Gunga la Gunga, Gunga la Gunga, which means I got, uh, I'm going to have eternal peace. So I got that going for me. Which is nice. <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> Question number four. That's the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> which is nice. I told you I met him one time. It was one of the great things the ever. The Dalai Lama? Yeah, no, uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> which is even better. Yeah, much right. better. You ready? An acronym okay. for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, SCOBY, is used to jumpstart the fermentation process of what trendy tea drink? Mikey? Beer. Wrong. <laughs> tea drink. Uh, lot, uh, 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 I don't know. Ice tea. Don't know. Five seconds. I don't do trendy tea. I do. I do Snapple. The answer is kombucha. Never, oh, never God. would think of drinking that well, stuff. Then, if you were, if you were in the cash cab right now, you'd lose money. Well, well, too bad. Call, I'm not drinking. Friend. I'm not drinking. You know, reptile piss. I'm not going to do it. Forget Qu- it. Question five. <laughs> Though the Keystone State is named for him, what early colonial figure? Lacked U.S. citizenship until Ronald Reagan granted him the honorary status in 1984. William Penn. Did you say William Penn? Yes, I did. That is correct. Yeah. Very good. Key, when, once he said Keystone stayed, you knew. I, I was like, I was like halfway there. Question six. Since you being born bought there? by Amazon in 2017, what grocery store chain oh. now stocks both kale and Kindles? Easy. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yes. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, you don't even have to chew them. You just put them in your hole. <laughs> Question seven. They're Whole Foods. <laughs> Save yourself all that trouble. Allowing only women to initiate conversation, what buzzworthy dating app has been called feminist Tinder? Bitch twat. <laughs> Bitch twat is incorrect. <laughs> What is it? What was it? <laughs> Allowing only women to initiate conversation. Oh, uh, I got it. I got it. Grundle. Right. No, Bumble. Oh, oh yeah, Bumble. Correct. Right. Uh, uh, you Bumble me. I'll show you my stinger. Question number eight. Hey, it's Captain Wild Bill, deadliest catch. Pressing this acupuncture point relieves the queasiness from rough weather. What synonym for queasiness literally means ship sickness in Greek? Clow. Uh, Nauseous? Ben! Stop it! Seriously? Yeah, that is absolutely correct. I've gotten that a long time without being on a boat. (laughs) Question number nine. Sending vets from the front lines to the front of the the class, the Servicemen's Readjustment Act of 1944 is better known as what? Did you say the GI Bill? Yeah, I did. See, now I'm paying attention. All right. Question, question 10. The male counterpart of a chick flick, what rhyming two-word phrase refers to a movie that invokes a tearful outburst in men? Yeah, Mike, that's a, it's Mike. a cock picture. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say cock picture? <laughs> what was the question? What is it? it? A two-word what? The question is... <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Okay, Ben Bailey, one more time. Oh. The male counterpart of a chick flick, what rhyming two-word phrase refers to a movie that invokes a tearful outburst in men. I have no clue. It's a hog blog. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say hog blog? What is it? (laughs) It's called Guy Cry. 
Ah, guy cry that. is the correct the guys answer. Guys don't cry. Oh, come on, they do. Ah. Right, here we go. Question number 11. <laughs> the maker of shades like Blaze Orange and Neon Red, what trademarked fluorescent paint was deemed a national chemical landmark in 2012? Huh? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is incorrect, <laughs> what Ben. Is it? <laughs> that is a, an American landmark of a chemical compound. What is it? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's, he's holding out on us. Dayglow. Oh, Dayglow. Oh, Dayglow yeah. is a They've great They've had answer. that for, what was he, the old fluorescent, uh, remember they used to have car colors like the super lime green and Volkswagen's yeah. orange, you know. Bre- well, those were, wasn't that Dayglow? No, it wasn't Day Glow, but it was close. What was that called? It was like it was a, called a neon. Plim- a neon, yeah. Yep. Plymouth. All right. <laughs> All right, next question. Yep. Though its feet can adhere to almost any surface, what lizard is known to lick its eyeballs clean because it lacks the ability to blink? Mikey? That's the Gila monster. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> is it a gecko? Ben, that is correct. All right. What you want to bring up a gecko for? Am I trying to sell you some insurance? I just want to kick Once a that staple thing. of southern. Oh, stand by, please. Once a staple of southern cuisine, what long-tailed marsupial should be served with turnip greens? Raccoon According lips. to a 1962 edition of The Joy of Cooking. Raccoon. Did you say raccoon? Yeah. That is incorrect. Ben long-tailed now marsupial. Uh, yes. uh, oh shit. Ben's what thinking now. What are those fucking things that That's they always played? Possum. The po- Did you say possum? What yeah. did I say? That's correct. You oh, said that's that. what I meant. Yeah, I was that. thinking of a possum when oh, I said God. raccoon. Well, that's wrong. I see this mask thing had me confused. Everyone's wearing masks now. Question number 14. <laughs> <laughs> a gathering of the earliest early adopters, what annual tech convention launched in 1967 with a speech from Motorola's chairman and a dazzling display of the latest pocket radios? Who gives a shit? Well, is well, it... Is it you don't know? No. Is it CES? It is absolutely ah! CES. The Consumer well, Electronics Show. I know, but who, Joey Reynolds was out there for that when we that's talked to him. Remember? That's he, right. But who gives a shit? Well, Joey Reynolds did. All right. All right. right. So, you know, <laughs> stop asking questions I don't give a shit about. <laughs> In these uncertain times, when you reach into your pits, are you thinking Grundle or Penny Slot? Question number 15. Wow. What's wrong with me? (laughs) A lot. I don't know. I got to be a safe voice. I got to be serious. That's all. Question number 15. (laughs) Honoring Hollywood's best horror films since 1992, Mm -hmm. the Chainsaw Awards are presented annually by what gory-sounding magazine? Uh Ah. Mike? Dismemberment magazine. Dismemberment. Nope. Scream? I don't know. Ben, did you say scream? I did. That's not is that what it is. Uh, it's yeah. called Fangoria. Fangoria. Boo. Fangoria. Or Fangoria. Did you guys see the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre ever? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I had to walk out of that. It was, it was so disgusting. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And then they, and my, I, went, I saw it uh, in Russia. It was subtitled. It was called uh, uh, Cut Your Cock Off. <laughs> <laughs> Questions? Seriously. Number 16. Yes. Signaling that no question is out of bounds, what does the abbreviation AMA stand for on the website reddit.com? Mikey? Almighty Adams. Oh, wrong. Ask me anything. Oh, That's American correct. Medical Association. That's on it, I think so. Question number 17. AMA. 
Known these days for having his name on a blimp, what chemical engineer patented the vulcanization process that makes rubber tires possible? Mikey, good year. Good year. Did you say good year? Yeah. I, by the way, I'm the only person in this room who's been on the Goodyear blimp. In it, flying around. Me. Right. I was also on the Pizza Hut Bigfoot blimp in the 90s. In fact, they let me pilot it for about 15 minutes. And what All happened? the way out to the radio towers in Newton. It was so cool. I'm up there. The guy was like George W. He was like George H.W. Bush, the pilot. He was very, you know, well, wouldn't be prudent, you know, talk yeah. like this all the time and everything. I said, he goes, would you like to try to fly it? I said, I sure would, George H.W. And he said, come on over here. Here's the joystick. I said, that's not the joystick. No, he said, turn, turn left. And so you turn the thing left, and it, and it would it would take a while. It was like, you know, turning slowly. Yeah. So it was easy to pilot, and I took it all over the place. I flew the Pizza Hut Bigfoot blimp. I have video of it. It's awesome. I'll bring it in. We'll do it on the next podcast. We'll show the video. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah. What? Question number 18. People will love it. <laughs> Promising children both food and games, what mousy mascot's middle initial very appropriately stands for entertainment? Mike? Mike E. Mutnansky. <laughs> oh, man. That is, that is incorrect. But Mighty Mouse. Uh, that's also... Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, right, there you go. I was there fucking with you, you guys. <laughs> I knew it the whole time. Charles Entertainment Cheese. I go there all the time over there. Is question, this the last one? Question number 19. Okay, this is the one a I'm going to get. Common substitute. All right, you're going to get this? Yeah, this is my lucky number, 19. A common substitute for butter in matzo balls and latkes, what rendered fat product also serves as Oleo a margarine way to describe overly sentimental art. Oleomargarine. You say oleomargarine when you see an ugly picture. You say, <laughs> oh, man, that looks like oleomargarine. <laughs> that looks like uh, imperial margarine. <laughs> I can't believe Margie, it. Margie, there's not... a crown on my head. <laughs> is that right? Ben's thinking. Schmaltz. Ben, you said schmaltz, and that ah! is correct. Is that a Yiddish word or something? Yes, sir. Yep. God All damn. Right. That's you know, like schmutz. Yiddish words better. always, they sound like they should. Like, yeah. It, it's, okay. it kind of fits. I was going to say schmutz. All right. Here we go. Same thing. <laughs> Here we go. And not because it meant anything, but because I like saying schmutz. This is the final question. Here we go. And once again. And then we're going to hear a little sad song to close up from jokes. <laughs> thank you to Ben Bailey again one more time. Here we go. Take it away, Ben. Published in Boys Life magazine from 1966 to 1969, Checkmate was a bi-monthly column penned by what chess prodigy? Bobby Fischer. That is yeah. absolutely correct. Well, the other guy was Russian, so he wouldn't have penned Gary anything. Gary Kasparov? Yeah, he's Russian. Yes. And I don't know what his hurry was. but uh, Once again, thank you to the guys at uh, Cash Cab and for me stealing your, uh, your well, questions. I've had a great we, time on we tonight's only, podcast. Combined, we only missed four. Total? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's cause, that's because we're pretty darn smart, you know, for a bunch of dipshits. That's, uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, let's finish the show with a song about loneliness. Because, you know, in these uncertain times... Whoop, hold on. No, it's okay. You don't have to put that. Okay. <laughs> you asked for it. In these uncertain times, which is maybe the most overdone expression in the history of the COVID-19 virus, that and we'll get through this together. In these uncertain times, sometimes we're uncertain as to what, what am I going to say next? I don't even know. So let's, let's move on to the song, shall we? Okay. And thank you. 
Uh, ben, nice to see you. Good to see you. And Bill Smith, yeah, thank Guillermo, you. happy Cinco de Mayo. And uh, we finished with a little song about loneliness. You might have heard this one before. Is Joe and up in the booth? Joe Castiglione with his version of the Gilbert O'Sullivan classic. Does Joe know he's going to sing the song? Of course I know. I'm right over here. Oh, hi, Joe. Go ahead. Behind the trash can, Smitty. <laughs> hey, Joe. Are you ready? Yep. It's a little song about loneliness. As soon as these... Uh, Technicians get this. Is the engineer here? Thank you very much. In a little while from now, if I'm not feeling any less sour, I promise myself to treat myself and visit a nearby tower. And climbing to the top will throw myself off in an effort to make it clear to who ever what it's like when you're shattered, left standing in the lurch at a church where people saying, my God, that's tough. She stood him up. Can you believe it? No point in us remaining. We may as well go home as I did on my own, alone again, naturally. To think that only yesterday, I was cheerful, bright, and oh so gay, looking forward to, or who wouldn't do the, the role I was about to play. But as if to knock me down, reality came around. And without so much as a mere touch, cut me into little pieces, can you believe it? Leaving me to doubt. Talk about God and his mercy and my son Duke. If he really does exist, why did he desert me? In my hour of need, I truly am indeed alone again, naturally. In these uncertain times, we know this. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody.